hits only. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chapter 2. My name is Manny. And my name is Brandon. And together we are... The Nerd, Nerd Lod. Lod. That's right. Th- that's right, guys. On today's show, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian. We are going to cover the first seven chapters of The Mandalorian, or seven episodes, if you want to do the old-fashioned way of talking about it. So if you haven't seen Episode 7 or Chapter 7, please pause this podcast, finish it, then come back. We do not want to spoil this show for you. We, we never are, want to spoil it. No, we are both big fans. We also don't want to spoil things for people who don't want them spoiled. If you want them spoiled, don't pause it. Whatever. But if you don't want to be spoiled, please pause it, come back, then play the rest of this episode. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> All right, guys. As mentioned, we are going to be talking about The Mandalorian. And uh, that is, you know, that is the very first show that I watched when uh, Disney Plus was launched. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't get to watch it initially at first. Um, obviously, I'm all caught up now. We're all good to go. But I think it was, I think my wife watched something first. And then what did I watch? I think The Santa Claus. Yeah, probably. You've, you, you know, I've seen you on forums and you've been talking about The Santa Claus a lot. I do like The Santa Claus. Yeah, it's okay. It's a, he kills Santa, wow. and then he takes his job, fools the police, and then lives at the North Pole for the rest of his life. Somebody needs to build a wall around Tim Allen. Pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty dangerous man right there. Um, but he's no match for the Mandalorian, obviously. That's yeah. what the real point of this episode is, is Tim Allen versus Mandalorian. Yeah. Who can win? No, we're going to talk about the Mandalorian because it's been such a, a great show, very well received among among. All of the Star Wars fandom. That's right, yeah. And, uh, you know, Star Wars fandom is nothing to joke about, man. No, they it's, can't agree on anything. Yeah, definitely. That You know, uh, I, I always found Except that... Except like, the um, hate of Jar Jar Binks. That unites us. But, thanks to the Mandalorian now, the child is the what ch- unites The all. child. The, the child ch- unites all. Um, and we have our own... We're going to get into that. So, I have a whole list of... A whole list of crap that I want to talk about with Manny because this show has been awesome for a lot of people, including myself. So with only one episode left, we're going to get right into it. Spoiler spoiler zone right now. Okay, everyone. um, So this is the final warning. If you have not been watching the show, if you've not watched a single episode of the show, uh, you know, just pause this and come back to us when uh, you have. And we'll get into other episodes as well. But since Chapter 7 just released... Uh, what a cliffhanger ending! First of all, great ending. I yeah, it was the editing and all that. Just the the way that sound was used, everything. It's just the pacing of it. It was just perfect. Very good. It actually, and I guess maybe it's due to the way we get information today. I don't really jump out of my seat a lot. That and I not that I did for this one either because I'm super lazy and this is like 11:30 at night. Yeah, but I definitely leaned forward. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> you like, leaned forward." Lean for- I gave it yeah. a good old lean. No, I was uh, while I was watching this episode, it was myself and my wife Angelina, and uh, the kids were still there, you know, running around in the living room, and we're watching this episode. And I found myself like the last, you know, uh, I'd say the last third of the show. I was, I I didn't even realize that I did this, but I got up and I was standing in front of the TV watching this. That's what I do with like a good football game. Like yeah. When I, I just get up and I have to stand up and watch it. Definitely. 
but yeah, that great, great ending. Um, was it? it's cruel, right? Or cruel, cruel, cruel. It's like K R U I I L. It's something like yeah, that. Something Nick, like Nick that. Nolte, uh, his character. We don't. His status is left up in the very much up in the open. Yeah. This is. I have spoken. I have spoken. Right. I have maybe deceased. All right, guys. But we're you know we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves now yes. here. So. The Mandalorian premiered when Disney Plus did on November twelfth. Yeah. Right. And people and the thing is the the way that Disney Plus is gonna release their episodes is they're gonna do it on a weekly basis, Very which is anti Netflix. Anti Netflix. Netflix is known for as soon as the uh season drops all, all the episodes are there, right? So people binge watch them. Uh, and a quick tangent, where do you what do you prefer? I like the weekly episode drops. Okay. I, I do. And I feel because I feel like everyone is on the same pace. And, uh, you know, water cooler talk at, you know, is, is hard when not everyone is on the same pace. You know, not everyone is on the same episode. And it's hard because you'll be like, oh, dude, I just totally binge watched uh, Stranger Things 3. I want to talk about it. No, don't do it. I haven't started yet. Or I'm barely on episode two. Oh, no, this that, and that. That's exactly what happened in one of my fantasy football chats. I asked if they're caught up on The Mandalorian, and they're like, I'm on episode four. I'm on episode two. I'm on episode three. I hate it. So, I mean, I, no, he said he didn't want, want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on the thing altogether. Muggle, non-magic folk. <laughs> Muggle. Right. So the fact that they release them like on a weekly basis is good because not only does it let you process what you just saw, then, you know, gives you a couple few days to like talk about that particular episode that you just saw, but everyone is on the same page for the most part about that episode. And you get to talk to different people about what they felt or thought about that particular episode. Or let's not call it an episode, they're chapters, right? They're episodes, chapters. E- episodes is what you call the Skywalker saga, each yes. one of those movies, right? Um, from like, uh, episode one through nine, that's which is about to come out in like two days, right? So, or tomorrow, so I by should the say. time this is released, it'll be out. Yeah, it'll be out. So, uh, the fact that they're calling them chapters i dig that uh but anyway it gives you time to process each chapter and and talk to your co-worker about it and what you just saw and all that right and also it gives uh, the content providers a chance to write articles on it for us to talk about it for us to release content you know for ign to release videos for go to go to youtube listen to theory videos for a week you know that's what that's what builds that audience and it helps build and disney understood that and even netflix is doing that too Hasan Minaj's show releases weekly um, yeah. on Netflix, so they're adapting to it. And I feel like, and to answer my own question that I asked you earlier, what do, I prefer whatever the show, whatever it should be. Yeah, I feel like The Mandalorian should be weekly. Yeah, there are shows that should be all at once. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, because there are some shows that I feel like they should be released all at once because it feels like just one continuous long movie. Like one like eight hour long movie kind of thing, whereas the Mandalorian, it's not like that. Yes, there is an overall like uh like you know the the major arc of the story, but each episode is kind of like the uh you know the monster of the week. Agree, kind of oh, yeah. thing, very right? X, very X Files, very X Files, right? But there is an overall arc that they're following, and, right? And only this past episode, everything kind of connected, and yeah. there's still loopholes in the last episode, like in chapter six, that are still. To be right. answered. So episode one or chapter one, they opened it up in such a way. Then then all of a sudden, chapter two, it just goes on to a different like adventure and or a different task because each, each one of them like, you know, Mandalorian. What is a Mandalorian? Uh, Mandalorian is a 
a person from the planet Mandalore, or not a person, but a warrior from the planet Mandalore. Yeah. And um, I guess which is now gone. I don't know much about the Mandalorian history, but I guess it's all gone, wiped out, and there's very few of them left around. Yeah. Very so, convincing answer. So they have a code, a way, like a way that you do This is the way, right? They have a way of doing things. And Mandalorians, basically, once they put on that helmet, uh, they never take it off, at least not in front of anyone else. And they're, they're just bounty hunters, right, at this point? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if all of them are bounty hunters um, or if they – one thing I don't know is if Mandal- if Planet Mandalore is just – all bounty hunters and no. doing jobs. No, I mean, or, I'm sure, like, you know, they were all, like, you know, they had their warriors to them kind of thing. It seems like the warriors took took the bounty hunting because... That's the only way to survive. That's what they're good at. Yeah. Shit. I mean, that pays the bills, literally. Yeah. So, anyway... With uh, Imperial credits. So, each chapter after the first one, it's it seems like the Mandalorian has been taking on a different task, a different bounty, if you will, right? But, in that process, he... Well, we're going, we knew that we were going to go into spoiler territory, but at the very ending of chapter one. Can I, can I tell a quick story about yeah. chapter one? So my coworker, who's one of the biggest Star Wars nerds I will ever, ever meet, his wife also makes droids. These I mean, makes them. She made a BB-8. Like she, nice. Pr- pretty amazing. So mm-hmm. very, very nerdy couple. Um, shout out to you guys, the Browns with an E at the end of that. That's the regular Browns. The Brownies? The Brownies, exactly. <laughs> Um, but he told me at the end of chapter one, he's like, you will be floored. There is a spoiler at the end of chapter one. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but watch it and you will be shocked. You know, and uh, yes, I the very ending of chapter one, I was shocked. I was not expecting that. How they kept that uh, under wraps. Unbelievable. It was just amazing, right? The fact that they just did not announce it anywhere, like some leaked blog or something like no that. No leaks, baby. Just completely well done. But anyway, at the way, so the Mandalorian is tasked by an ex-imperial officer, like, you know, something like that. So this, okay, first of all, the Mandalorian takes place about maybe like seven, is eight years or something like that after the, the, the events of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Right? So this is basically the Empire fell or like, you know, at least. So the, 1989. <laughs> right. So, so the Empire kind of like quote unquote fell. Like, cause at the end yeah. of Return of the Jedi, you got the impression that the Empire fell. That was it, right? You got, but, you got the impression that the Republic won big time. But no, that is not the case. Not really. They essentially just won a battle <laughs> kind of thing, right? So there's still a so lot they, of— They just broke up the Empire to now smaller tangents of the Empire. Right. Not like just one big mega bastard ship. Right. So then like it got broken up, right? It's kind of like when a cartels, right? Cartels down in Mexico— Whenever they take the head out, you know, you take out the head of the cartel, you get a bunch of different factions trying to fight each other for power kind of thing, right? I love we can tie yeah. in uh, cartels to the podcast. Well, narcos. But anyway, <laughs> they uh, – so anyway, so that's what happened. So this is a few years after the events of Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So there is that you, got, you get a glimpse of what happened to all the stormtroopers, what they ended up doing afterwards. Now that since they're like not like fighting a big war, they're kind of like bodyguards, it's right? muscle, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're just muscle. That's all they're trained to do, right? So, Some um, are like working at clubs. Yeah. So then, like, you know, so the lead person, or say, like, the lead villain in chapter one is played by Werner Herzog, right? The client. Uh, yeah, it's the client. So this, this guy, legendary director, actor, just 
filmmakers all across the board, right? Legendary weirdo. Yeah, cinephiles love this dude, right? So anyway, he hires the Mandalorian to go track down this package, right? So he goes and does that. At the end of it, he finds out what is that package. Well, it's a, he called it a 50-year-old. He said the asset is 50 years old. Mm-hmm. So you go into this thing thinking that it's a 50-year-old person or creature or whatever. You're thinking an adult, right? Mm-hmm. And what it is, is it's a pod. And I'm like, and then you start thinking, like, the way that it did it, it's very, very good. And also, shout out to Favreau because I don't know who. That's right. John Favreau, he wrote this. Yeah, he wrote it designed it in his brain went away somewhere and maybe the planet mandalore um he and, must have had some great weed yeah what, <laughs> right or whatever whatever he's having uh he did a great job writing this thing and you had so this pod comes up and you you're looking and I'm, i remember this is probably the only episode my wife actually watched and we're watching it together and i'm like what is that and i'm like talking to her I'm like what is, what is it a baby like what the hell is it and then it opens up and you see these ears, and you're like, oh, are you kidding me? It was, to me, that moment in that episode or in that chapter was bigger than anything I had seen in any of the episodes, like seven, eight, or not, whatever. 1,000%. Solo, a Star Wars movie, nothing. This moment in that chapter, I was just like, what the Right, and it was just like one of those moments, right? And it was, so what is this? What is this thing? It is a baby version, or a baby of the species of Yoda. Right. So, so at this point, everybody loses their minds. Like the collective mind is just like, like. And one thing they did really well is they didn't call it anything, but in subtitles, which they know everybody does now. It's a thing. Yeah, I watch it. I watch everything I watch on my TV is with the subtitles. Likewise, except yeah. sports. I take that off. But yeah. for TV, because I usually watch at a lower volume because people are sleeping in my house or I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I just prefer it on now. It's weird. I, I'm able to capture a lot more of the dialogue that way. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that is a fair point. Yeah. So the, the baby Yoda is referenced as the child. Mm-hmm. So they don't give away what the character's name is. They don't give away what it is. It's just the child. Yeah. So you don't know if it's male, female, nothing. It's just, nothing. but anyway, this thing is a, okay. So apparently, so we knew from watching the original, uh, episodes four through six, right? That Yoda was about 900 years old or something like that. He's an old, old man. Yeah. So we know the fact that like, you know, this child, even though the child is 50, I guess they age very, very slow, right? Compared to the humans. So, um, this, even though this child is 50, it's still technically a baby. And it's like the a fact, toddler. the fact that George Lucas never really gave us any hint as to what species or race the uh, Yoda is or what planet he's from or nothing, you know, we're like, well, we're just going to call it baby Yoda. Right. And, and that's the thing. They just got carried. And now, nowadays you get these nerds that are like, no, you mustn't. Call it Baby Yoda because it's not Baby Yoda. It is the child. Shut the up. Right. I'm so gonna, right. We'll, we'll bleep that out. Right. We'll bleep that out. But anyway, that's how I feel. And and then so anyway, they uh, uh can, can can we continue that conversation because I second that. Yeah. I hate it when people say it's not Baby Yoda. 
We know what, this. What maybe it is. You don't even know what the hell it is. No right. one does. Right now Is it a clone? Is it is it Yoda's child? You it don't looks know. It's like a baby version of yeah. Yoda. So and to be honest, who the hell knows? Yeah. The dude so, literally just Disappeared. Yeah, there, there it is. Yeah, he disappeared. Right. He just disappeared at the end of a movie. But even then, okay. So Yoda disappeared at the end of was it Empire or Jedi? I forget. Oh, anyway. So I think Jedi. Yeah, and, Jedi. And Luke disappeared at the end. Uh, yeah. Um, so so Jedi he goes. Too. But this child is fifty years old, which means this child must have been conceived or born like at any point, uh, way before the events of A New Hope, right? I'm just yeah. trying to, I was imagining two Yodas doing it. <laughs> yeah. Very so weird. anyway, Very so weird. this child was born way before the events. It seems like this child was born at the same time of Anakin Skywalker. Yes, right? Or right around the same time. So, okay, which leads me to a different point is that, you know, so is this Yoda's Good. child or something? So it's not, it's not like a, a rebirth of Yoda. It's not anything. However... One thing that we do see about this child is that it is force sensitive. Definitely. One hundred percent. And a great segue because I was thinking about that while you were chatting earlier is like we all wondered as soon as we saw Baby Yoda, does he have powers? What's gonna go on with the force? And we saw that in chapter two. Chapter two immediately he you know, they even introduced um and I'm drawing a blank of what these creatures are. And please remind me. And fill I in. just draw a blank. Yeah. yeah, whatever whatever these things are. Oh, and by the way, why we're drawing a blank is because we're drinking a beer, and the beer of the day is uh, what it was in the very first episode of the show. It is a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Anchor Brewing. It's a Christmas ale by Anchor Brewing Company, right. which it's is located up in San Francisco, California. It's quite delicious. It's an yeah. amber ale. It's really, really good. And what's funny is that when Manny asked me earlier, what kind of beer do you want? I told him whatever, and I was really thinking, I think I want an amber, and he got one, so yeah. nice job. All right, so that said, uh, uh, the child is Force-sensitive. Yes, right? yes. Okay, so you say that this child was must have been born around the same time as Anakin Skywalker. I believe so. Now, Anakin, the, now, the Anakin Skywalker, too. the way that they made it seem he was born is by, like, divine, you know, conception or something like that, right? So... Is it possible that this child is also created that way? It seems people do not have sex in the Star Wars universe, and things are just born. Well, except for you know Luke and Leia. Obviously, oh, yeah. obviously, uh, you know Anakin and Padme got so down. maybe Anakin was the first one, right? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that's what it is. Um, but one thing that we saw in episode in Chapter Seven is is the child prone to the dark side or i i think i know people want to go there it seems like he's very because obviously he's still a baby mm. and babies babies get jealous of their mom and dad he's imprinted to the mandalorian 100 percent, 100 percent. so i think he was getting jealous of what's her name buff girl i can't remember the oh, played by gina carano gina carano thank you uh, who's got much better in this episode? She was better. In yeah, this episode. her acting was kind of terrible. And was it chapter? Was it four, four? I think four. Right. Yeah. So they we meet Gina Carano's character. Um, and if you've already seen this, you can you know press the fifteen second fast forward. But in chapter four, we meet her when Mando goes to a planet to thinking thinking that he can drop off Baby Yoda there and that he'd be safe. But then at the end of the episode, a bounty hunter. Oh, but because really. If you haven't seen it and you're still listening at this point, what the hell is going on? 
But like, there's still a, a bounty on Mando's head. Yeah, this, all this entire time. Well, what what happened? Yeah, of episode, what of episode of chapter three? Yes. So basically, uh, the Mandalorian, you know, went and was supposed to deliver the child to Werner Herzog's character. The child. There's a child. The client. Right. And and uh, you know, but he there was something about him as conscious that said i can't leave him with them so he essentially like kidnapped the child back remember the the guild code is you don't ask questions and he's like what are you going to do with it and he kept on asking that and he broke the way kind of thing and it's just like so because now the guild which is like a guild of bounty hunters now they they're searching for him and this bounty right this uh the child so it's kind of like he has to go on the run and all that and it's just there's a pretty sick scene in the uh in the bar where they immediately there's a bounty placed on Mando's head. Then every one of those red trigger lights go off, and all the bounty hunters of the bar. And all yeah, the essentially, it's a ripoff of like John Wick Chapter Two, pretty much, right? <laughs> so, but yeah, dude, I, I, you know, I feel like us talking about the Mandalorian in like a 20 minute episode right now, it's not going to do it justice because it's so many layers to it, right? It really is. So, and and uh, but yeah, it's it's, it's it, but. You know, the the Mandalorian, what like I said, it, it's set up in uh, as a chapters, and each chapter is kind of like, even though it has an overall like major arc, it does have those like you know monster of the week episodes. My brother in law was talking to him about a week ago, and he mentioned this in such a way that like it totally, it was like spot on as to how I was thinking, is that it reminded us of Kung Fu with uh what is it David Carradine. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Kung Fu. When Kung Fu, he was this like, you know, Kung Fu master uh, who would just wander from town to town. Right. Just wandering aimlessly. Uh, and every time he went to a new town, there was like a new mission. He would help the local townspeople and so forth and so on. And that's what this reminds me of. Right. And so a lot of people say it's like, well, the Mandalorian also reminds us of a Western. It kind of plays out like a Western. A little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially it, chapter one. Yeah. So think of the Mandalorian as like, to me at least, as a Western slash Kung Fu, which Kung Fu is in essence a Western itself, right? But it, it has that story of like, you know, so it has elements of all that and it has elements of Akira Kurosawa's like Samurai 7. Uh, the Seven Samurai, I'm sorry. Kind of things like that, you know, it just has so many elements that bothers. It, it borrows so much from older cinema you know and and it just it's great and i think it it's something that was missing in 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 movies nowadays and and they brought it back and and that's what really works for me about this show see and i see i didn't even think about that stuff and that's pretty awesome that i now can but for me it was really just there's something in the star wars universe that doesn't revolve around the skywalkers it shows how different because like, this show, when Baby Yoda uses those Force powers, it's like, it's a shock to Mando and a shock to Crew, to Cruel, whatever his name. Yeah, yeah, I think Cruel. It's like a shock to both of them. Like, what the hell is he doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you think about Han Solo didn't really believe in the Force. And so I'm really curious to see what the connection is beyond baby yoda to the force and clearly this because now fast forwarding to chapter seven because we are going to run a little long if we continue talking about mandalorian well just 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 kind of like just to hold that thought just for a quick second um i'm like at first i was worried i'm like should we give recaps and all that no because i feel like the the people who are going to listen to this episode or this chapter are caught up are people who have been watching it already right so they know so we don't have to give a 
I guess we don't have to worry too about much, getting into too, too much, too much of Wikipedia that. For so yeah, let's. So if we throw something out there, people we assume that people have already watched it and Agreed. they'll know exactly, and then they'll figure out whether or not they're gonna agree with what we got going on. And you know, for those of you who haven't seen it, you're like you're complete lost, and it's kind of like, yeah. But we appreciate you continue listening, and you know that's one of those things where it's like if you're watching like a spoiler video on YouTube, and you know, because sometimes I'll do that. I'm just like, I just want to find out what happens. I don't give a yeah. You know, just one of those things where you just want to know. But like, because because clearly the person who is looking, because we finally get introduced to the person who's really looking for Baby Yoda, who hired the client, the, which is the client. Is his name Giancarlo Esposito? Is that his name? Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito. So he is also. You may recognize him from Breaking Bad. He's a guy who got burned oh, yeah. up. In, um, and he was also the magic mirror in, I guess, what was that show uh, on ABC, uh, uh, Once Upon a Time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He was the magic mirror. Uh-huh. I did watch that show. Yeah. Um, that show was okay for the first few seasons. It was okay. It was okay. And, and, I, and I hope they actually bring it back and put it on Disney+. Plus. That would be cool. Especially, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind rewatching it until it gets too like stupid. I'm like, all right, well. Yeah. I, it, I it, like, it's one that definitely could have ended like at four seasons. I like the Rumble yeah. Silson character in that yeah. show. Very creepy. Yeah, played by uh, Robert Carlyle. Anyway, Robert Carlyle. Mandalorian. Man, oh, there's a, sorry, I put a time limit on my phone and it just popped up right now. Um, where do we, oh yeah, so clearly Giancarlo Esposito's character knows what Baby Yoda is, knows what the species is, because he's like telling Mando, you have no idea what, what this means to what, me. Pretty much. And pretty much like you don't know what he has. Like you don't know what you got there, dude. Like you got some a pretty powerful, maybe the most powerful being in the known universe that is green. Right. Maybe is all, of all things, you yeah, know. Because it seems like everybody who comes in contact with the child, they have they have obviously never met no. Yoda. You know, obviously I don't think they have Instagram and Star Wars. <laughs> no, and, so, they, and they definitely don't yeah. know of the Skywalker's quest. Yeah. to overcome the empire they just know the empire existed like we got introduced to bill burr's character who was a wisecracking kind of bounty hunter i guess by the way i had no idea that everybody from that planet's uh, you know has that bostonian accent <laughs> right i'm but, not i'm not a wicked stormtrooper <laughs> but i but i did like that he made fun of stormtroopers yeah oh I, yeah the one line so he made fun of stormtroopers yeah. with the oh uh he said he's a sharpshooter, and then Mando. Makes he's like, wait, I was like, he was like, oh, he was for the for he was he a sharpshooter for the Empire. Imperial like, sharpshooter, yeah, Imperial sharpshooter. So then, like, Mandalorian says something like, oh, so he never hit anything. And he's I, like, oh, what does that mean? He's like, I'm not a stormtrooper, wise ass. Yeah. And then he made fun of um, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Asking me if Baby Yoda was that species, he's like. I forgot what he said in particular, but he made yeah. fun of Jar Jar. So yeah, but there's a lot of tongue in cheek stuff, like kind of like nods of like kind of making fun of all this stuff that never really worked. So and and I feel like he's going to come into play again in episode eight so, or chapter eight somehow. Um, I I don't know, but so we leave off because we're getting pretty late in the episode now. Yeah, we leave off at the so we're going to talk about we're kind of come full circle here. We start off in the show about talking how the ending of chapter seven was amazing, right? We see that Mando is calling to Cruel, saying, get back to the ship, and when you do bail, get the hell out of here, because he knows that the Imperial guy, or Giancarlo's character, is yeah. coming for him. We cut to those two dudes on, uh, like, pretty much Storm, I think they're, like, Storm Chasers, or whatever they're called. Yeah. 
zooming out. We know that Kuro's not going to make it. We see that shit. Yeah. We see Baby Yoda on the desert, and we're like, oh, crap. And then you see Cruel laying in the desert as well. Don't know if he's alive or dead. And then it just ends. It just ends. I feel like, okay, so this is my uh, reaction as the, you know, the season has been progressing. And then please give me your predictions. So chapter one, solid. Chapter two, yeah, good. You know, it kind of got, got into that. It's still pretty good. Chapter three, amazing. By far. By the yeah, amazing, right? Chapter four, that that's went into the go into like the plantation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, know, you go into like, you know, some some seventh samurai kind of territory. It can't all be hot. Episode uh, chapters five, eh, I'm like, where is this going? Chapter six. That's where it picked up again. That's the episode that Bill Burr was in, right? Really, really picked up, action-packed. And now at Chapter 7, I'm like, it just completely grabbed me back in, like pulled me back in. And I'm like, where we know that there's one episode left. Yes. One chapter left. Where is it going? How is it going to end? And obviously right now, because they're just using this this, uh, season as to kind of like establishing the world that they exist in, right? Or, or at least the overall arc. And, uh, I don't think, I think chapter eight, they are gonna, you know, give us a little more exposition, but it's gonna leave a lot more, uh, unanswered questions. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why I feel like there's a reason why they pushed this episode to get out there now before episode that's right because they release them every friday right Right, and this one came out on wednesday yesterday right um which is because the rise of skywalker comes out uh well the previews all start tonight yeah they, they started tonight they're out now at this point it's 1205 a.m right now on friday morning that's how dedicated we are to bringing you guys this content yeah um and the rise of skywalker is already out people have already seen it people have already complained about it and tweeted about it and people have already praised it that's just how star wars works man yeah it's a crazy crazy ride this is the way but there's a reason why they released that one on wednesday maybe there's some tie-ins to rise of skywalker that they want to get in there i don't know well you know maybe there is but you know there are uh jj abrams who directed uh episode seven and now he's doing episode nine he came out and said that there will be no "quote unquote" baby Yoda in chapter or episode nine. Agreed. I, that I, doesn't I mean there won't be anything else. And I think the way that Disney, who owns you know, Lucasfilm, nothing is by accident. I think everything because they're establishing the world, nothing's by accident. I think there's going to be some stuff in 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 this in this season that's going to kind of like go back into play into you know episode nine well i mean to bring up one of the biggest easter eggs that we haven't talked about yet and we are now 30 minutes in is the clone thing yeah the the doctor who wanted to work on baby yoda Mm. had that clone symbol from attack of the clones and clue i've been thinking that episode nine is revolving around clones in some way and clearly it's already been a big part of the prequels it's going to be a big part of this trilogy and it might be a part of the Mandalorian too, so maybe that's how it connects. Is that it's all maybe Baby Yoda's a clone of Yoda or a clone of another of the Yoda species, and I, I, I you know, you don't know. But the cloning thing, the Imperial robot that was looking over him, I think it was in Episode Three, 
or whatever, or chapter three, whatever it was. Like, there's just, there's something happening that we don't know yet, obviously. Um, and I, I obviously, you know, it seems like chapter eight is going to, Mando's going to break free. He's going to fight the Imperial dude, maybe rescue Baby Yoda. And that's what it seems like is going to happen. But So you're saying that Baby Yoda is a clone? I don't know if he is. I, I think that maybe they want to clone it or he could be. Um, I still love the I still love the theory that that is Yoda, that somehow maybe when he died at the end of Empire or disintegrated, he then, well, because what what, what it wouldn't make sense is that technically that baby would already be born. So do his powers go into that? You know, I don't know. It seems like. There's some. I would love it to be Yoda somehow, but I don't know how that could like be. Like connected to Yoda, other yeah. than the fact that they're the same species. Other than the same. fact that they look alike. And he's in like a little robe, which is adorable. Hmm. I don't know. That said, because you're saying you're going to go into like, you know, things about cloning in, I, in episode my, nine. That's what I, my guess is. So I could be wrong. And we don't know Ray's backstory. So are you saying that Ray. Is a clone? My theory is that she's a clone from Luke's hand. Yeah, that's my that is a theory that I think that because we're expecting to believe that Palpatine used the Force to drag his old ass up that chute after he was struck down right by Vader. So technically, his Luke's hand was down there too. I mean, who knows what the hell happened? I just think that Luke's hand. Everything, like you said, nothing happens by accident, and it seems like JJ is going to wrap this thing up in a bow, whether you like it or not. That would be sick as hell. Well, that indicates that we are pretty much getting close to the end of the episode. I feel like, you know what? I feel like there needs to be more episodes uh, on The Mandalorian. There's there's so much of it. And, okay, so. Yeah. In conclusion, right? In conclusion. I, I feel like. The Mandalorian feels more like Star Wars than the new trilogy. It feels like it just takes me back to the original trilogy, right? As far as tone and all that. And it works really well. And uh, am I excited about this show? I, I Absolutely. I can't wait to see more of it. I can't wait. It, my only complaint about it is that like these episodes are only like half an hour to forty one yeah, minutes long. That could have long. been ten minutes longer. Chapter seven. Yeah, and and if if the only thing that could possibly disappoint me about chapter eight is that it's not two hours long, kind of thing. <laughs> Pretty right? much. Yeah. So that's it. I, yeah, I love and, it. And uh, we'll we'll release another one about the Mandalorian because it's going to finish off on the twenty seventh, I believe. So we'll probably launch. We'll we'll link up either in person like we did now or via um, internet and record a episode about chapter eight because it's going to be something we all want to talk about. I'm sure Mandalorian season finale. Yes, you know it. Yeah, um, but I think it's going to do it for us this episode. Um, Manny, tell people where they can find us, man. All right. Well, you can first and foremost can find us at the nerdlot dot com. You on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, especially. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Go, you know, like you know, just look for us there. 
because we are going to have a bunch of different content, not just the podcast. We're going to do some original video programming. We're going to do some uh, blogs, you know, movie reviews. We're going to be dropping brand new smack, you know, spank new trailers uh, for you. And then we'll go from there. And that's when is this show going to be released? This episode? This one's going to be um. By the time you listen to it, it'll already be out now, obviously. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be out before Christmas. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So that's how they can find us. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Please tell your friends, tell your family, tell a friend. Uh, if you're at a red light, roll down your window and say, hey, have you listened to the Nerd Lot? That's and right. And they're going to roll up their window. And they can listen to us on, like, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Yep. Uh, yep. What else? Uh uh, Stitcher, Google Music, or uh, Google Podcast, and you can go directly to the R. If you're a nerd like me, you can do the RSS feed. But Apple Podcast is the way to go, man. And give us five stars on that review. That's right. If you are on, like you know, on Apple Podcast, please feel free to give us one of the reviews on there. It's going to help us greatly, big time, uh, big time, and kids gain more, a lot more exposure and all that. And uh, yeah, so. My name is Manny. And my name is Brandon. And we are The Nerd Lot. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Until next time. It's